What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond, Beyond the, the Void. Void Horror Podcast. That's right, guys, we're back. Christina's joining me again, and we're going to be talking about a brand new movie that just hit the theaters, and that is, of course, the sequel to Zombieland, Zombieland Double Tap. We went to go see it just a few days ago, and we're actually recording late. We're actually recording right before I stream. Everything got kind of pushed sideways when the internet went down, and I couldn't do anything. You know what we have to do? What? We have to give an update on Patrick. Oh, he, yeah. He ha- They have not had the baby yet. Yes. I know she's past her due date. Yeah, Patrick hits me up, like, on the phone. He's like, dude, call me back. You know, like, I, I, I tried calling you or something like that, and I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, maybe he had the baby. And he's like, dude, did you see that movie? And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? Like... <laughs> Is Kelly alive? Is she okay? Is she a part of the equation here, Patrick, or what? <laughs> right, and I I talked to Kelly too, and she's just like she's not ready for the baby, but she's ready to not be pregnant. Yeah, I, well, I would be too. Yeah, right. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> That's a lot to carry around. A lot of like not sleeping perfectly, and although she seems like she's like dealt with it better than most people I know. Right. To be honest, I think so too. Like I've seen like most people that are like, oh my back, and like she's just right. like, hey guys, what's up? Where's the vodka? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, she doesn't drink, guys. (laughs) Please don't drink while you're pregnant. (laughs) Or you'll end up with a child like me. No, my mom never drank while I was doing it. But uh, who knows? They might have smoked cigarettes back then. I'm so fucking old, you know? My mom drank and smoked. Back in the day, my parents used to work in the coal mine while pregnant, you know? The coal mine. She was huffing fucking coal down there. <laughs> That's why I got black lung as a baby. <laughs> uh, but anyway, guys, so um, we've just been doing a few things behind the scene. I put out, uh, I didn't get to put out as many YouTube videos this week, um, but please, definitely, if you haven't already followed that, you should be now uh, because we're going to be doing a lot of stuff on there as kind of like a you know, an extra BTV thing, you know, because like we do the podcast each week and that may be enough for you guys. Um, but, you know, we have extra reviews that I want to do. I feel ultra guilty when I watch a movie these days. Like it's been a it's been a curse for me doing the podcast in some ways, because one, 
I when I watch a movie, I want to like study one, you know, just naturally, like because <laughs> I write all these reports over research on it. Right. Well, yeah, I'm sure I probably do a lot, but whatever. I think that that's that's important. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? And I find it interesting. But the same thing is, is that if I watch a horror movie, I feel like I have to do something with it. <laughs> so I don't even get to watch them in my like free time without feeling guilt. Right. So I today I watched a movie. Burial Ground, Nights of Terror, just for me. And I felt it was hard. Wait, that was It was hard. I was like, maybe we should watch this no, this for next week. That's exactly because you're like, we're going to review this movie next week. So you better watch it. And I'm like, what? Like, so you didn't just watch. You had it in the back of your head that you liked it enough that you wanted to review it. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about that in Night Nightmare City. But to be honest, I think we did both before. And I was like, we can't do two episodes back to back. That might have been something we did in the past. I mean, yeah, it's been three years and not everybody's listened to our whole catalog. But but I, I just I've I've got to start keeping track now. I think you gotta you gotta start that Excel sheet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we. <laughs> <laughs> and guys, surprise, surprise! You're gonna want to know what we're gonna be doing at the end of this episode. So we'll tell you what we're gonna be watching for next week. So even if you don't want to listen to the whole thing, check in at the very end to see what we're gonna be watching next week. Uh, we picked a couple of uh, interesting ones. I don't want to spoil it just yet. I'll tell you at the end. Oh, good. I can't wait to hear because I already forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you never heard of him. She's like, let's watch The Prophecy. Let's watch all these big movies. I'm like, fuck you. We got to do yours last week. Let's do uh, mine this week. I like to go back to the 80s, guys. So... Uh, and and the cheesier the better sometimes. Oh, some of those are torture though. No, you have fun. You've you have learned <laughs> to enjoy bad horror movies with me now. I know I have because we make so many jokes when we watch those. We have a good time. We do. We laugh a lot. We've right. we've had crying fits because we're laughing so hard. Right. So we have. <laughs> yeah, you guys should pay admission and come over. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, how was things with you in your week? Have you been doing anything interesting or watching anything special? Oh, uh, let's see. Not really. I wanted. Has anybody seen The Perch? That Facebook show? The Birch. Oh, The Birch. Sorry. <laughs> what did I say? Perch? <laughs> the per- like Why do bird? I have something to do with a tree, right? <laughs> like Maybe a bird shits on its head. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> It's, it it have, looks like a, a nest on top of its head. Have yeah. you watched that? No, but it's on Facebook Watch. I know um, other friends Where have. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, somebody needs to tell us how that is, because I might go check it out. Well, and I've also been thinking about doing like series on the YouTube channel, because um, yep. like at the end of me doing Creep Show, the, uh-huh. the, the whole season, I'm going to be doing something every week. And I think I need to do something. So I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll have to figure it out. I kind of like doing anthology sort of like little short story ones like oh, that yeah. weekly because it's just fun that way. Yeah, that makes sense. You know what I mean? So I, I was going to mention maybe you and me should do ghost adventures. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everybody's like cringing right now. They're like, they're raising their fists. Oh, bro, bro, where did you did you hear that, bro? <laughs> we, well, we have. All fun right, guys, with them. we're 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 not we're not afraid to share our enjoyment of uh, ghost adventures. But I don't know if we should do a podcast about it. You know, that might <laughs> no, be a bit right. much. You're right. <laughs> oh, like a YouTube thing on it. Right, yeah, like yeah. you know, I don't know, like I, I just, I don't, I, I think I want to like expose people to, to cinema more than I do, or like film. Right, no, you're make that makes sense. Right, they don't need our help. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Next on Ghost Adventures, <laughs> serial killers' moms. Where are they, and can we moms. find them? <laughs> like that's first, seriously I just seriously, what's going on right I now? I know it's that's ridiculous. T- okay, guys, we we are fans of the show, and we get shit on all the time by people because they're like, "Oh, it's so stupid! It's like, not real! It's not well, real!" Yeah. I'm like, "Well, yeah, but who even- cares? It's funny as shit." Like, <laughs> well, and sometimes I really don't know because of our own personal oh, experiences. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm open to the idea, and because of the breadth of uh, quality I see on there versus other shows, and believe me, guys, right. we watch a lot of right. different paranormal shit. And those are the most, that is actually by far, even though we make fun of them sometimes when we watch the show, uh, it, it's one of the better ones for us, I think. Because right? it's entertaining all around. It's, right. it's even the boring episodes like, like this season, this October season. But the point I was trying to make is that they got this new serial killer ghost one. And it's like, ah! pretty hard to find ghosts like trying to like specifically pick a a type of ghost to go hunting for is a little too much there but they're just trying to wheel in on the true crime way right he's a big fan of of, of that c- and serial killer right and stuff like that so he probably just wanted to incorporate it because if you've gone to his, mu- his museum he's got a huge like display full of like serial killer shit mm-hmm. like so it's pretty interesting but anyway anyway moving on moving on i think it might be that time oh shit horse shots All right, guys, so before we get into our spoiler-free review of Zombieland, we're going to be doing our horror shot section, which, like I mentioned last week, Christina made up. Uh, It was her idea, so welcome, creator. Well, uh, you're welcome. It's not even my show I anymore. Really I might as well. Hey, I'll see you guys later. Okay. Fuck. Oh, good. Let's let's make this shit good. <laughs> oh, woo! Getting spicy. <laughs> anyway, guys, so we watched Zombieland Double Tap, essentially Zombieland Two, and we decided to make a shot based around some of the ingredients of the movie, as we do on all of our horror shots for the most part. Unless we're just bored or lazy, <laughs> but I don't <laughs> think, think of anything. most most of the time we're pretty clever. But, yeah. Um. So okay. So in the movie, and I'm not really spoiling anything. They go to Tennessee. There's a specific spot that they go to in Tennessee that I won't mention what it is. But they go to Tennessee, and I figured, well, since they're in Tennessee in this movie, we might as well basically do a couple of different types of Tennessee liquor. Clever. And uh, so I picked George Dickel <laughs> Rye. Yeah. What what George what is that? What's what? George Dickel Rye? What is that? It's it's a whiskey in Tennessee. Oh, it's a Tennessee. Okay, I've never heard of it. That's a weird thing. Now, uh, some people are, who are whiskey connoisseurs are probably going to freak out when I tell you what I'm going to mix in with it, but because it's a rye and a, a sour mash. Uh so just don't freak out. Just trust me, okay? <laughs> you're going to do uh, you're basically going to pour this into a uh, a shaker. You don't have to do it with ice. It's just to mix it, just some some sort of mixer. Um you put 1 ounce of George Dickel rye whiskey, 1 ounce of Jack Daniels, what? and 1 ounce of amaretto liqueur, and you mix them up together and you uh, should have enough for 3 shots. Ooh. ooh. Yeah. That sounds disgusting. You put in 3 shots, you get 3 shots. Okay. But yeah, so what you're going to do next, and part of the reason we put amaretto liqueur in this um, is because, 
what you're going to say before you shoot it. But before you do, you're going to put a little fucking mini cocktail umbrella in the top. And that oh, is yeah. significant in the movie, which we'll bring up later. But for those of you who have seen it. So let me just repeat that since you might have gotten lost along the way. One shot George Dickel Rye Whiskey. One shot of Jack Daniels. One shot of Amaretto Liqueur. Put a mini cocktail umbrella on top. And before you shoot, once you pour them out from the mixer, of course, you say nut up or shut up. Nut up or shut up. That's right. Yep. And that is called a hound dog. That sounds disgusting. And I hope somebody <laughs> does it. Please, wow. someone do Christina's, this. <laughs> yeah, she's one of our uh, marketing execs uh, over here at the big corporate office Some... of BTV, <laughs> with, a.k.a. our secondary bedroom. <laughs> 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 our P.O. Box. Um, no, but if you would like to try a hound dog, all you have to do is go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shots section now. That's it for horror shots. All right, guys. So now we're going to jump into our spoiler free review of Zombieland Double Tap. Don't worry, we won't spoil anything. We will give you an alarm that is about 20, 30 seconds long that'll let you know before we get into the spoilers. So don't worry. But we're going to go ahead and jump into Zombieland. Double tap. Spoiler-free review. Right now. All right, guys, so Christina did all the work on all the people that are in the movie and everything before we get into our thoughts, so why don't you go ahead and kick it off? All right. Zombieland. Double du tap. Yeah, I was going to say double tap. <laughs> I wasn't going to miss it. 2019. Um, Columbus, Tallahassee, Wichita, and Little Rock move to an American heartland as they face off against evolved zombies, fellow survivors, and the growing pains of the snarky makeshift family. Ooh. And this movie's, of course, taking place in 2019. And originally, uh, the original movie was 10 years prior in 2009. 2009. And it so, is actually, like in reality, that far ahead. Yeah. So this was directed by Ruben Fleischer. Mm -hmm. And he has also directed, well, of course, he directed the first Zombieland. And he's also directed Venom. He has also directed episodes and is the executive producer of Superstore, the TV show. Yeah, I saw that. that he had like, like 46 episodes. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. But yeah. Pretty much the whole season. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then he's also, he also directed two episodes of the Santa Clarita Diet. And he's also directed, um, <laughs> I thought this was funny. He's directed a couple of episodes of Between Two Ferns with Zach, Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. It's weird how people like kind of like mingle in the right. Hollywood world. Well, they all kind of stick together, which I think is a good thing because if you work good with somebody, well, he is a comedy you know. director, I guess, for the most part. Uh, I don't know. Like he's gotten more stuff from like comedy. Like, right. You know, he obviously loves comedy. Exactly. Uh, which is interesting because the interviews you see of him, he's very like serious. <laughs> so, but anyway. So he also he got back together with the writers who were Rhett Reese and Paul Warnick. The two of them have also, they wrote the scripts for both the Deadpool movies mm -hmm. and, um, of course, the first Zombieland. And then this time for, for Double Tap, they brought on writer Dave Callahan. 
and he he wrote the he wrote Godzilla from 2014, mm-hmm. and then he also wrote the upcoming Wonder Woman 1984 movie that comes out next year called Wonder Woman 1984. Right. Plus, I think he's doing the Shi Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings. Um, Marvel comics movie. So. Oh, that's a comic movie. Yeah, it's one oh, of the I ones that they that. they they timeline of the stuff that they're going to be doing. Oh, okay. So, but anyway, I don't remember. All right, the actors in the movie. Um, new act Zoe Deutsch, who plays a new character called Madison. Um, she was most recently in the the TV show The Politician. I think she's still in that show. Mm-hmm. And then she's been in episodes of NCIS, uh, Criminal Minds, and The Suit Life on Deck. Abigail. Breslin, who plays Little Rock. Uh, she was an Academy Award nominee for the movie uh, Little Miss Sunshine. Remember that movie from 2006? Yeah, I forgot she was in it. I didn't even know. Right. Yeah, I know. And then her face, like when you see her face, you recognize the face. Right. And I also forgot she was in Scream Queens. She played uh, Chanel Number no. 5. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I thought she was also in Fear, Inc., that one crappy movie. <laughs> she was also in Final Girl from 2015. Not Final Girls. Well, we picked it up recently. Final Girl. Oh, did we? Yeah, oh, we, we bought it to... on DVD. Oh, we need to watch that. For a dollar. So I pretty much think we know everybody else on the cast. Uh, Emma Stone, Woody Harrelson, uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's so... probably good. Everybody knows them anyway. So. Right. And then, of course, uh, Ro- Rosario Dawson's in this. So I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure we all know her. And also Luke Wilson. Um, somebody I didn't know, uh, Thomas uh, Middleditch. Uh, yeah, he was in Silicon Valley. Yeah, yeah, he was in Silicon Valley, and he was in Final Girls. Oh, uh, yeah, yes, which he was really good in, actually. Yeah, and he plays Flagstaff. And then um, a guy named Evan Jaga, uh, he plays Berkeley, but he, he was in the King Tut TV movie from uh, a couple years ago. I have no idea. Yeah, and, and that was pretty much the only only thing I really saw in him. In the oh, he wasn't bad in the film, but... Right, he wasn't bad at all. I didn't think he d- he did his role good. Okay. So, what did you think about the movie? Uh, I have some opinions that may be uh, upsetting to some, and some that are actually pretty surprising. So, it's kind of like a mix of the two. Like right off the bat, I just want to briefly explain to you guys that my you know about my thoughts on the first film, and I'm sure Christina will too. I wasn't over the moon about it the first movie, as everyone else was. Like, I wasn't, like, freaking out about it. I was always a fan of, like, Shaun of the Dead and, you know, other zombie films, but they had some pretty big shoes to fill in 2009 after all of the different horror zombie movies that we had because we've been zombie to death pretty much, right? Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? I still enjoyed it, that being said, but it just fell a little flat for me. Like, I still would say that it's probably like a 7 or 7.5, but it just didn't blow me away. There's some good things about it, but it drags in other areas. So I thought the characters in the movie in the first one were interesting. The movie kind of overpromised in its trailers and even in the intro of the movie to me. Uh, it's like the the first one had all these like amazing cool shots that used up in about five minutes of the intro. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like the funny bits about the rules and, of course, the zombie kills of the week from the first film. But, you know, those kind of get phased out as the movie progressed for me. Like it felt like it wasn't part of the film anymore. 
uh-huh. as omnipresent, uh, you know, as 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 it was maybe in this new one, which we'll get into that. But I felt a little misled by that movie when I first saw it because I was like, oh my god, this is going to be so wild! Like they're going to be all over the place, running around. This is going to be like Dawn of the Dead remake or something, you know? Um, but I don't know. It didn't it didn't hit all of it. But I still like the characters. I still like the ideas that they had in it, and I, I still enjoy the movie. And that's why I own it. Zombieland as itself is a very nostalgic movie because they're kind of reminiscing on things that they loved in their past and things that they like. Like in the first movie, they talk about the Twinkies. He talks about, you know, all these things that they had to let go of. So it's kind of a nostalgic movie in that way. But I'm almost certain that the movie may have probably started the whole Twinkie revolution. Like, no joke. What do you mean, Twinkie revolution? Years ago, they were talking about shutting down Twinkie, the, the actual product, Twinkie. Oh, yeah. And then some other company bought it and then put it back out, remember? Uh-huh. I think that part of the reason that they put it back out was because of this movie. Uh-huh. I could be wrong, but people weren't thinking about Twinkies until that fucking movie came out. And then it was <laughs> like, wait, what? Uh, I'm not saying that everybody went out and bought Twinkies every day for like years and years or whatever, but I'm pretty sure part of uh, the nostalgia of Twinkie was also wrapped up in that movie. But anyway, now as far as Double Tap, much better to me. Like... I laughed a lot more on this one than I did the first one. All the pitfalls I think the first movie had or maybe under delivered or underused that I wanted to see more of. This one delivers on that much more for me. Uh huh. You know, a lot of new characters in this one, which, you know, when I first saw the trailer made me think to myself, oh, God, this may be too much. This may be too hokey. To be honest, the first trailer I saw, I wasn't even interested at all. Mm-hmm. And so I, when I went in to go see this movie, I was like really like not interested that much. But I was like, I'm going to give it a shot. Maybe it could be better. But it didn't actually make it all hokey and, and ruin it at all. In fact, I actually liked some of the new characters, one in particular um, that I should have been annoyed by, but absolutely loved. And is a new character called Madison. I won't tell you what her character is about or what she is but you'll know when you see the movie you'll be like oh okay and i've already heard some people say they didn't like that character so i think the people that saw the the first one and loved it absolutely might have a different opinion than i do right you know what i mean right um but there's basically a new ditzy blonde haired girl named madison in the movie alongside of a bunch of different other ones but don't worry i won't spoil it she just made me crack up a whole fuck ton during the movie like quite a few i don't want to say a fuck ton but a quite a few times she really made me laugh and enjoy the movie more uh-huh um they of course have a few cameos that should appeal to some of the fans of the first one as well. The original cast, of course, returns and they're back to their pretty much old antics that they were always in. Tallahassee, Columbus, Little Rock, and of course, Wichita fall right back into their old ways in a lot of ways. A few things have changed, I guess, but I didn't really feel like it missed that much of a beat. I think everyone pretty much filled their roles like they were before. And that might have taken away from what it felt like, like how much time had progressed from the first movie. Uh huh. Like it didn't feel like time passed. Right. Other than fucking Little Rock being like yeah. 10 years older. Yeah. She went through puberty practically for that. They also had a, you know, quite a few new running jokes for the whole film between them all, you know, even making fun of some of the old ones from the first film, too, which is right. pretty great. That was funny. But the comedy felt like it belonged with each other. So they definitely feel like they're both part of the same movie. It didn't feel jarring or trying too hard. Although there may be some people out there that feel that way. 
they did have a lot of jokes though. So I felt like sometimes they were just squeezing them in too much. Like, oh, you should just say this in the middle of this little moment here to try to add another little jokes, little jokes here. You know, like some didn't it feel that way a little bit to you or? Oh yeah, yeah. Like they kind of over over went overboard a little bit with it. Just a little bit. Okay, you know, some of the jokes didn't land a hundred percent, but they were still you know standing up. You know, they fit. They fit. I think so too. But I think I think the new jokes were really cool because of the new cast, uh, new cast members. I guess it spiced it up enough to make a new path for itself instead of just relying on old tired jokes, you know. Mm-hmm. But still giving it that familiarity that you would want from Zombieland. But also, I loved what they fucking did with the goddamn zombies. I don't want to spoil it for anybody that didn't watch the trailer or didn't do any research, but let's just say it was a much welcomed addition to the story, comedic beats. And Zombieland. Uh-huh. Like, it's a natural progression. I think it, it really mixes it up and does what a sequel should in that regard. Uh-huh. Um, plus, the, you know, they bring back all the fun things I liked about the first film with, like, the rules and even adding new rules and then uh, use it to land some some jokes even. They make fun of the rules in this quite a bit, too. So, uh-huh. uh, which I thought was pretty clever. Uh, they have some different kills, you know, from different people in Zombieland about their, you know, kill of the the week thing that they do, which is really fun. Uh, I, I feel like this movie in particular, though, is way more self-aware of itself than the other one. So that may not appeal to some other people. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. Like it knows that it's a silly comedy. So they're they kind of lean into it a little bit more. Right. So which I personally think made it a better experience for me. So um, I'd probably give this one. It's tough for me because I'm not like freaking out about it, but I still think it's a good movie and I had a good time watching it. Right. Um, I would say about an eight just because I think it's it, it surprised me. The uh-huh. fact that it surprised me is what brought it to an eight. Uh-huh. Um, but I think most people are going to feel around the seven area. And it looks like that's what it is online. But, you know, they had a few spotty parts that dipped, probably mostly at the end in particular, but most comedies dip at the end anyway, because they got to get this like, oh, message of love and friendship and whatever else out of the way so that they can like, you know, end the film. But for those of you who are like me, you might, if you didn't like the first one, I think you might really like it and you'll be surprised by it. I think it could go either way. Either they're not going to like it at all. If they really like the first one, they're either not going to like it at all or um, they're going to really like it. It's, I think it's going to go either or. It's confusing because I noticed that with other movies, not just this one, that mm-hmm. like when I like a sequel and nobody else does. Right. That's because of one specific yeah, thing. thing. And I feel mm-hmm. like because I wasn't a fan of Zombieland, like the first one as much as everybody else, because there's people that think this is one of the best Zomcom, Zomedy movies that's ever been made. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind. Because like, <laughs> <laughs> I could name off at least two right now. But what about you, though? What did you think? Oh, I thought it. I thought the sequel was really good, too. I wasn't a big fan of the first movie either. I uh, It was just OK. Like you said, the beginning of the first movie was really good and then it just kind of was like lackluster mm-hmm. at the end but right. th- but this movie like really makes up for it i think the time difference the 10 years you can see how everyone really grew as filmmakers and actors yeah yeah, they really knew their characters and you were familiar with the characters i even think they were better but the whole script and 
was just great. It flowed well. Yeah. I think, that, like you said, some of the jokes didn't hit, but and there were some plot holes. But, but there was nothing that cringed. I cringed right. at. Yeah, there was nothing to cringe at. And like some of the plot holes, because you know with Apocalypse movies, there's always like, well, what the hell? Like, why? why? But they acknowledge, they. it's like they acknowledge those things right. that shouldn't be there. Yeah. But, you know, in a funny way. And, uh, you and they know. expand on it, too, which I thought was really exactly. cool. Exactly. So you thought it was fun. Yeah, it was It was fun. It, I would give it about a seven, two, or seven or eight, some point. So what did you because, think of the first one, then? I Again, the again the first movie, it was okay. It, it was really good in the beginning, and then it just kind of died. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't looking forward to going to this. I wasn't <laughs> looking forward to seeing this. You know, of course, I'm going to watch it. I didn't think I'd go see it opening weekend, but yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad I did. Yeah. And overall, it was it was just a great. It was a good movie. It was just a good movie. Good zombie movie too. Did you like all the new characters? Did you? Is anybody? Uh, oh yeah. Did you think it was too much? Did you like? Uh, yeah, I thought all I thought all the new two characters were great, and I thought I was gonna get annoyed when they first started introducing the new characters. But mm-hmm. it's like they grew on me. Like Madison, you mentioned Madison, she grew on me, and so did the other. There's two other characters too, and they grew on me as See, well. That's why it's hard for me to like go. Oh, Zombie Land is like a seven. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. The first one. Oh, but uh-huh. but it is it is lower and this one is slightly better than yeah, the other one. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like by like a half a point. Right. Or maybe a point. Right. I uh, think so too. That's why I was like having troubles with it for giving it an eight. But if you give this one a seven, then I wonder what the other one was. Yeah, like a six I and a half. Like a five. Just because it You was... didn't you didn't like it. You thought it was that average? Yeah, I thought it was average. Okay. I did. Fair I enough. totally I totally thought it was average. And also I remember when that movie came out cuz it was right at the peak of all the, the So you wouldn't want to watch the first Zombie Land again. No. You really I would watch the first half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much it. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to spit on the director for? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I can't wait to see Venom 2. No, yeah, we had a good time watching that, actually, in a so bad it's good way. Right. <laughs> Although the end was kind of garbage, but. Right. But yeah, I don't, so I'm surprised by that. I thought you were going to be a little bit higher. Oh, man. It was just, oh, the, the sequel. Yeah, it was just, it was a good movie. Okay, cool. And we will buy it. Just because we have the first one and right. we, are com- we are completionists. Completionists, yeah. Yes. Well, and, you know, I mean, honestly, it kind of elevates the first one for me now. Yeah. This uh, one does. Yeah. So it kind of yeah. kind of levels them out right. to, to like an eight now, altogether. Now, I have a question because hmm. I was thinking about this. Do you think you need to see the first movie in order to watch this movie? Yes. Because I was listening to the radio because I'm an old lady and I listened to the radio and they were doing promos for it and one of the promos was you do not have to see the first zombie land to see this movie. Huh. Well, that's interesting because I think they're wrong. Yeah, I just, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm I can't I can't agree with that because I'm such a like right. nerd about that stuff. It's like it's like counterintuitive to me. I can see both sides because I'm not going to spoil anything. No, 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 no. And that's not what I'm saying. I'm pointing at you because I immediately think of Annabelle. You're right. You're right. Why don't but you go ahead and tell them the story, Christina? No, no. That's different. <laughs> I told I? her. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. So we were going to see Annabelle 2. What is that, creation? It doesn't matter. I yeah. think so. And I had not seen Annabelle 1 yet. I didn't want to watch it because I read about it. And I, I was like, we're oh, not big shit. fans of it either. But yeah, we're not. It's, you know, we got to see everything because we're just like that. We're completionists. 
Um, so this so, is where I get to bask so, in glory, so guys. So we got in a huge argument. No, I, she got in an argument with me. <laughs> yes, because he, okay, he made me watch the first Annabelle movie, and it is so fucking bad. It is horrible. Right. Horrible. So then we go, and we literally watched it right before we went to Annabelle 2. And so we went to Annabelle 2. Uh-huh. And I'm glad I watched the first one because the way it ended, it went right into the second one. Yeah. Well, and, no, it's not oh, that, that it, it went yeah, right there in. Was a it twist. looped back to yeah, the first one. Yeah, it looped one. back to the first movie. So I am glad I watched it. Right. And that's kind of in the same regard here. I feel right. like you're you're going to miss out on like if you don't watch the first one, you're going to I think it is is a good base for this movie to sit on. But I do think it's a good base just for the characters. I think you could watch this this movie. I wouldn't suggest it. Re- okay. You can you can feel that way, but I just don't think anybody I okay. think if you're going to watch these movies, you should at least watch the first one. So it was just a marketing ploy to get people to right. the theater. Right. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I just I see no point to watch a sequel. I mean, I when I was a kid, yeah, I watched like sequels all the time when I was a kid. I actually watched most of the sequels before I saw in the 80s. Uh-huh. Before I saw the originals. Uh-huh. And that's why I was such a, when I was a kid, I was such a fan of the sequels because I was like, well, they take it further in the second one, you know? But now looking back, right. I'm like, man, I mean, you don't necessarily need to watch Freddy 1 and 2. <laughs> exactly. But it's like, you know, to know what's going on. Yeah. But also like, you know, Freddy's Dream Warriors, you know, like uh, Nightmare <laughs> on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. Uh-huh. It's one of my favorite movies. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's pretty close to the first one in a lot of ways. Like, it, yeah. one started it all. But anyway. We need to watch that. Dream Warriors. We've never done it on the show. We've never done uh, any of the... Uh, yeah, well, that's going to be something that would take a we, long time. No, I'm not talking about all... We don't... Never mind. We'll talk about Oh, no, later. no, no. We don't start a franchise and then just bail on I, it. That's why I'm saving it so we can go down the rabbit hole together or okay, whatever. Okay, okay. Can we do spoiler review now? <laughs> uh, yeah, guys. So uh, we're probably going to jump into our spoilers and trivia. I've kind of in- intermixed it. Um, I'm trying to take a little bit more care. I had a little bit more time uh, this week. Let's go ahead and jump into our spoiler section right now. We're going to go ahead and sound the alarm. It's the purge. <laughs> so if you heard the purge, <laughs> have a nice apocalypse. <laughs> but if you heard that siren, that means you are now into the spoiler section uh, where we are going to spoil the shit out of this fucking thing. So you probably won't want to listen to this if you don't want the movie spoiled. And I think you should watch it without hearing us anyway, if you haven't seen it. But, you know, if not, totally cool. It's your fault. I blame you. Yes. Okay. Can we talk about the zombies? Yes, 100%. Okay. I wrote every single type of zombie down so that we could talk about this. Okay. Wait, so so the way he explains the zombies mm-hmm. is exactly how he does his rules. So so What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so he has Homers, which are, you you see it on the screen, it spells it out on the screen, and it had, like, the pink, you know, 
donut donut with like the homer simpson looking donut the fucking lad boys what all the kids do lard lads or something like that but anyway it's the big donut but these are essentially the dumb zombies that are usually pretty big kind of homer looking slow slow like slow zombies they're obviously named after homer simpson uh but um they're super slow and dumb some of them chase butterflies (laughs) (laughs) that was funny which is pretty funny he's like oh no six o'clock oh wait no 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 that's just a homer don't waste your ammunition don't waste your ammunition yeah uh what did you uh well after how about i explain it and then we can go over which ones we like the most or something okay yeah See what you think. Um, they do a little segment for each of these, which is pretty cool. But they have another one called, the, they call them the Hawkings, which is the smart, clever zombies that can, like, solve problems and shit like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, like, overcome obstacles. Named after, of course, Stephen Hawking. I think at the beginning, what did they show that one that was, like, trying to get into the door as this guy used an eye scanner to get in and the oh, zombie yeah. couldn't get in? I so forgot about that. sucks out the eyeball of, like, a dead person on the ground and then puts it in its mouth and like scans it and he's like no 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 <laughs> i thought that was pretty cool that was a really i did too it was clever did, it was as clever. soon as i started seeing these by the way i was just like fuck yes right i was like this is what they needed to do right like this is that extra layer that a sequel should always have it should be go into more depth of what zombie land really is right which i loved i thought it was really cool yeah they did a lot more of the uh zombie kill oh, of the, the week but they're, they they changed it to zombie kill of the year, year. yeah yeah which are awesome. Yeah, which were over the top. The, yeah, like, they, I think they did like one zombie kill of the week and then one zombie kill of the year. Uh-huh. Um, you know, to back and forth with Tallahassee or whatever. But anyway, there's more zombies. Of course, there's two more. Do you know which ones I'm thinking? Wait, there was Homer and Hawking. I forgot this one, too, until I actually did a little research. Uh, was there two more? Yeah, there was two more. I completely forgot. Um, ninja. Oh, yeah, that's right. Ninja. That's the one I forgot, too. Uh, but this is the stealthy ninja. You, It's silent but deadly. Isn't that what they said? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Like, he just, like, comes out of nowhere and, like, kills somebody. <laughs> Bites him. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty funny moment, but they never brought it back up yeah, in the movie was, ever again. That's right. That's why I forgot. Right. What was the other one? Uh, the T-800. Oh, God, duh. Of the biggest like, duh. one in the fucking... I fr- and why is it called T-800? Because of fucking Terminator. That was <laughs> the, the first uh, sentient uh, computer AI that went online for Skynet, I guess. Was that the first Terminator movie? Or the second? I think so. The T-800 is... Yeah. I'm, yeah. Oh, okay. It was a T-800. I'm pretty sure that... But yeah, basically named after the Terminator because they couldn't get killed. Uh, they wouldn't go down. Right. Even if they shot him in the fucking head, it would just keep coming. Right. Which I was like, holy shit, how are they're, they going to fight these? They're advanced. Yeah, they, they've mutated. <laughs> they're a special breed that has mutated to almost indestructible. They say in the movie, they say there's like a newer, there's a stronger, faster, better adapted to the hunt zombie out there that they overhear from somebody, right? Uh-huh, I think so. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, they they some guy they met... I forget. Yeah, I think it was the the Berkeley guy that might have mentioned that there's a new oh, breed. Oh, okay, okay. But it could have been the the other guys. I don't know. I don't remember. Might have been the like mirrored copy guys. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Some people in in the first Zombieland came out. A lot of people were making comparisons to the video game called Left for Dead. They have like a couple sequels. There's uh, two. Oh, and 
doesn't Left for Dead have a guy with a cowboy hat on? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think remember. so. No, but oh, there's okay. like four survivors that you you oh. play as, and I think that's part of the similarity. Um, they didn't have different type of zombies in the first Zombie right. Land, so right. you can't make that comparison to Left for Dead. But in this one, a lot of people were saying because of the different types of zombies they that it was like it. a wink and a nod towards Left oh. for Dead, and some people thought it might be in the same universe. Well, it is not. I thought of something that could have been from the same universe or they, well, they didn't take from. So when they run into the doppelgangers, it reminded me a lot of that scene of Shaun of the Dead. Oh, you're right. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. Right. But see, in Shaun of the Dead, it was, it was a short scene. It was, they just literally ran into each other and they, you could tell that. I totally forgot about that. And then, but in this, they, it's like they took it a step further. They took it a huge step further. Right. Like they did a lot more with it, but they were like, those guys look familiar or something in the, in the, yeah. in the, in the Shaun of the Dead. Right. And then they were like introducing themselves and their names were like similar to each oh. other in Shaun of the Dead. But this is, it's just like a whole other level. What's going on, level. guys? Why are you stealing their shit? It's <laughs> kidding. But no, it, no, it was good. Even if, even if they took it from them, I mean, they did a really good job doing that because I thought it, like that whole doppelganger thing was going to be ridiculous. I also, and I loved it. I also like that how like a lot of the zombies kind of felt and looked like right. they were more present in this movie, right? Than oh, the yeah. other movie, they, they were yeah. kind of like just like backdrop for the first movie, and they kind of are in this movie too. But it definitely fulfills that little bit of a, a zombie boner if you have one, or lady zombie boner if you have one. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm trying to be inclusive here, so. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but but we do have some new characters, too, that I want to talk about, um, which, like I said, I thought they were going to ruin the movie. But some of these really definitely added to the experience. And the first one I want to talk about is the one that I'm pretty sure you do, too. Madison. Because we kind of spoiled it in the car because we were kind of like frothing at the mouth a little bit. Or I was. She was like, no. Nope. And I was like, Christine, it's a day before we record. <laughs> um. But Madison, yes. The ditzy blonde girl, kind of valley girl, who I thought was fucking hilarious. I thought she was a really good actor for that, or actress for that part. Right. And I, her whole character for reminded me a lot of like the whole when Paris Hilton was really popular. Right. And just how she talked. And very she was 2009. Pink. Yes, very. Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, definitely. Uh, I was like watching an interview with her and she was like, you know, I spent, she's like, I really love the character. She's like, she's like, cause everybody was talking about how fucking funny she was uh-huh. and that on, on the set, she was the funniest one and everybody couldn't keep character, like keep their face, like keep a straight face and act because of the shit she was saying that was just making her like everybody laugh. Uh-huh. And she was just like, um, and, and, and someone said, I think Fleischer was like, well, everybody was funny, you know? And she, and she was like, well, excuse me. Uh, I think I was the only one. I just got a compliment. I would like to take it kind of thing, but uh-huh. it was funny. Like I thought, I thought she was really great. I thought right. she had some really comedic beats that bounced off of every everybody one of the else, cast members. Everybody, yeah. And everybody had a different reaction for the most part. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> one wanted to kill him. The other one was kind of in the middle, like Wichita was in the middle. Uh-huh. Uh, fucking uh, Tallahassee was like always talking about killing her. <laughs> And well, then, and then, of course, fucking Columbus was like always oh, standing up for her, even though he was like, "God, she sucks!" Like, oh. One of my favorite parts is when 
they they were killing her. Oh, you know where, I mean? where she got the yeah, yeah where she got the nut got, allergy or whatever. Yeah, she got a nut allergy and they thought she got bit and was turning into a zombie. Well, immediately I, I knew part. it was a nut allergy, like immediately because yeah. I saw her I eating it. nuts out of the bag. I, oh, that's with right, Wichita. Oh. They were eating nuts, and I was like, I didn't know Trail Mix had nuts. Well, then it kind of <laughs> like when her when I saw her face and he chases her out into the woods because right. he chases her out because Tallahassee and Wichita say that he should kill her. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he goes out there with the shotgun and apparently fires two shots over her head, but her eyes were like getting red. That does not happen with an allergy. <laughs> so it's like they totally like Yeah, they fooled me. Yeah, they they kind of fooled me. They didn't fool me. I knew that it was a <laughs> yeah. nut allergy. I knew she was gonna come back. And I was like, man, I really hope she's not dead. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, because then you're like, oh. Yeah, because like a lot of the new characters like kind of like went bye-bye really quick. So yeah. I thought um, I thought she really did good with the the characters and just the, the idea that this fucking valley girl has somehow survived the apocalypse for 10 fucking years <laughs> and, of course, chooses the mall like like the Dawn of the Dead movie. And she knows she's oh, that's ta- right. And, you she's know, she's that. talking about the fucking remake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not a bad thing, but let's be honest. Uh, you may not agree with me, Christina, but the original is always the best. I absolutely adore the new one, though. It's one of the better remakes. I, if I didn't fall asleep so many times during the original, if yeah, but I could it's, just get through it. All right, we're not going to get into asleep. that tangent right now. <laughs> but um, I just I'm like thinking to myself, like, how the fuck does she fucking survive this? You know, but it's so great. Like, it doesn't matter. Right. Like, it doesn't matter. The fact that she has survived is makes her character infinitely more interesting. <laughs> when she was macing the zombies. Oh, yeah. She mace. saves Wichita or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. Um, we also had Berkeley, which is the, the pacifist hippie kid who sings songs and essentially steals little rock to to basically take her away and be a bad girl because she's never really had a child experience she's never had a boyfriend right she was like i think they said something like she was like well we've met other people but they're all bad we couldn't do them and she was like well they weren't all bad but something like that yeah something like that but they weren't allowed to get attached right and she was like kind of mad at her sister which i don't know if they were really sisters but you know they stuck together like sisters. Right. And she was like, it's just us. Fuck everybody else. We'll think about ourselves, not anybody else. And then she gets married. You know, she's basically in a relationship with Columbus. So, right. of course, she leaves with Berkeley to just, like, disappear. Uh, I-, I thought he was a good role. Like, I think he was a good character role for what he did. Right. Some of uh, the camera work and shots, like, when he pulls that bag of fucking... Like weed. I was like, are we in like Harold and Kamar right now? Like, like with like jokey, funny bags of weed. But I mean, it is the apocalypse. So you would think, right? Like there would be just shitloads, right? Like of untouched weed. Yeah. Yeah. But how the fuck are these fucking hippies surviving in the apocalypse? Right. 
There's also, we also have the Nevada uh, girl who is, of course, Dar- Rosaria Dawson. She's an Elvis lover and a love, love interest for Tallahassee, which I thought was pretty sweet. Right. I, I liked that. I felt like he deserved it a little yeah, bit. They yeah. all got their love interest. Right. Some of them got two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like it was kind of interesting. What did you think between uh, Rosaria Dawson and him? Do you think that they worked well together? Yeah, I really do. Or think do you they think she kind of paled in his shadow or vice versa? No, I think they worked well together. I believed it. Okay. I thought I thought she was pretty decent. She was a really strong independent woman. She had like yeah. really great shots in the film. Like she, yeah, she like did. she like was stoic and like powerful and like but in the same regard, I feel like we didn't get to know her as much. Right. Yeah, that would have been nice to know her. But I did I did like how towards the end she came to save the day. Right. Like I thought that was great. Plus, we also have Albuquerque, who is, of course, Luke Wilson. He's uh, kind of a bit more of a dickhead mirror of Tallahassee. Like, uh-huh. he's kind of annoying. Uh-huh. But, like, in the same regard, we're just used to Tallahassee, so kind of seeing them uh-huh. together is kind of weird. It was. What did you think of that whole scene, by the way? When, it was weird. Because they have Albuquerque, who's, like, Tallahassee's mirror, and then Flagstaff, who is Columbus's mirror, who I thought... He did a better job as a mirror person, like yeah. a doppelganger. Oh, totally. Um, I thought they yeah. were like right. They, I even their voices, right, were great. And then, of course, um, like the back and forth similar. about their rules and commandments, and commandments. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> it, it is a little he, does clever. It, doesn't he make fun of him for calling him commandments? Because like, it, like yeah. he turns into a zombie. And he was like, he was like, your weird godlike thing about commandments and <laughs> yeah. shit. And I'm thinking the same thing. Like, why would you call it commandments? Yeah. Like, that is kind of weird. Well, they had a. They could call it the same thing. I right. Mean, what yeah. else would you call it? I mean, Checklist. That's kinda, yeah. I don't, guidelines. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> My Excel spreadsheet. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you you thought Flagstaff did a better job? The the actor. What's his name? Yeah. Uh, Thomas Middleditch. Thomas Middleditch. That's right. Yep. Okay, yeah, I I like him, and I love him in Final Girls. Yeah, he was good in Final Girls. He was Girls really too. funny in that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was that, and I love that movie. And it's PG thirteen, which is even more crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the amount of time that the the doppelgangers were in it was perfect, and I the whole when the zombies come and they're like, we'll take care of this. It might have been overwhelming if they stayed in the whole movie, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think so. It would have got annoying. So So I think it was perfect. So interesting thing on this whole scene when they like meet, because you see fucking Albuquerque pull up and smash the beast, his car, Tallahassee's car, Uh that Little Rock stole with Berkeley. And apparently, like, they improv that whole for two days. Oh really? They like two days of it? shoot, yeah, to do that scene. Oh wow! Because somebody had asked them, you know, like, so was you know he really loose with the script, or would you, you know, were you able to improv a little bit on there? Uh, and apparently, yeah, they improved a lot for that specific uh-huh. thing to get kind of get a feel for each other. So they were just kind of riffing on each other and making jokes and stuff. Uh, which I personally, again, I feel like. You know, Thomas Middleditch and, of course, uh, Jesse Eisenberg did uh-huh. really well. Um, I know one thing I want to mention is that I always hear people say Jesse Eisenberg is, like, so simple and, like, anybody could play him. But Really? 
Really? People say that? Yeah, I've heard a couple people say it. Like, I, I, I mean, I kind of, to be fair, I kind of felt that way at first. Mm-hmm. Until you actually m- listen to interviews and stuff with him, right. then you realize this guy is sharp as a motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Like, he lives in that improv element. And it's funny because later on I found out after I came to this conclusion a little bit about Jesse Eisenberg is that while he may not stand out entirely, like his shoals stick is kind of being that piece in, in a bigger puzzle. You know uh-huh. what I mean? He was huh. helping everybody do improv uh-huh. in that scene. Oh, really? He was like, you should do this, you know, da, 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 because they were like struggling what to come up with and kind of improv with. And he came up with a bunch of suggestions. And- yeah. Oh, wow. That's interesting. And, they, and he was like, he was joking about it. They were like, yeah, it's probably because you're the zombie guy, right? You know, you know everything about zombie land. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, but I think he's really fucking funny. Like, and when and all of the interviews, he literally, him and probably Woody Harrelson are like the. The fast. But, but even Jesse is faster than him. Uh-huh. But it's probably just because he's a young buck or some shit, you know. Right. But Jesse was like really funny. Uh-huh. Like, he's always, like, throwing out a joke. You know what I mean? He keeps those interviews really interesting. Oh, that's cool. So, But I thought it was cool just to hear that he was a big part of, like, the improv thing. He admires people like Thomas Middleditch who are improv, so uh, improv actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but those last characters were pretty short-lived but the the fight scene that they had with them when they turn right they're like all <laughs> celebrating he's got the fucking hat he's like you gave him the hat and then jesse eisenberg's character fucking columbus is all jealous that he he's like oh he let him wear the hat and he was like will you let me <laughs> can i wear your hat <laughs> get the fuck away from me <laughs> But that whole fight scene was cool because, like, in the first movie, they kind of work together really well. Uh-huh. But in this little particular moment, because they're kind of thrown off by their doppelgangers, like, everything doesn't go to plan. He's like, don't swing, don't swing. And then he's like, swing. So it was like a nod back to the oh, scene in the grocery store uh-huh. when he hits the one with the <gasps> oh, banjo. I didn't catch that. That's good. Yeah. yeah, I didn't catch that. But he misses and the fucking, right. and the, the doppelganger ducks under it this time. Oh. Okay. So they're like wrestling. Apparently, that took a long time uh, to do that scene. Oh, to make it exact. To choreograph. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was a like lot. Like the first one, I yeah. bet. As far as the beginning of the movie, though, did you like the opening scene or was it kind of like, eh? Okay, the opening scene, wasn't that when he, he started uh, he started telling about the zombies? And- well, no, I don't, I don't mean that when they, when, they, when they finally, after they go through the zombies, the zombies were okay. cool. Like yeah, we already yeah. know they do that in the intro. Oh, that's the intro, which right. I think is the beginning. Well, I mean, like, that seems to be a, a popular thing that they like to do in both their movies. Right, right. To show all these, like, scenes. Right. So, like, you, so what, so well, what part I mean, are you talking about? When they're on the White House lawn. Because oh, they kick in the music right then. It's like almost like right. a montage. Almost. Oh, and then, okay. They play Metallica. Then, that's right. Just like they played Metallica in the first yeah. movie. Was it the same song? I don't, I don't, I don't remember now. The, actually, no, the the... Song from the first one, I was right, is For Whom the Bell Tolls. Oh, okay, okay. For Whom the Bell Tolls! So that's really... So that's really cool that they used Metallica songs. Yeah, it is cool that they... In the first and the second. Right. 
And it's, it's fitting. Like, yeah, they, I thought those two songs, they're fitting for those movies. Yeah, I think they wanted to keep the same feel. And I thought it was a good, uh, really quick way to get you back into the spirit of it. Although, like, all the explosions, you know, they were so far away from everybody. Right. You know, but how do you do that? But then they did show, like, some blowing up and, like, missing arms and shit like that. Uh-huh. So I thought that was cool. I don't know. It was a cool scene. It was nice that they went to the White House. Like, I knew that they had to pick another big house. And, like, they were like, well, what's bigger than fucking Bill Murray's house? Well, the fucking White House. Yeah, well, it sounded like they were they were choosing places to live, like where where everyone would want to live. Right. Well, they I got mean? so tired of being cooped up, and mm-hmm. that they because like apparently Columbus wanted to settle down mm-hmm. with fucking Wichita, and when they find the White House, they were like they felt like spreading their wings and just traveling the country instead. Instead of just staying in one place, they were like, let's just see what's out there, you know? So they went on a run for that, and then they settle in the White House, and that's why everybody leaves. Right. So, I don't know. I thought that was a cool thing that they picked the White House. I thought it was Yeah, I did, too. I thought that was cool. And I like like the set design and how it's, like, all overgrown everywhere. Vines and and shit, yeah. It's, like, all just... I wonder if it's still haunted, like, (laughs) during the apocalypse. I wonder if there's still ghosts in the White House. I think the ghost becomes zombies, too. Oh, do... Oh, they I attack wanna, other ghosts. I don't need it. <laughs> they, they suck out their, their energy. Yeah. <laughs> it's an infection in the afterlife right now. Oh, I have a question. This okay. Might, I have a question because, I don't know, it might be on your trivia. And this is something I wanted to know because it was in the first movie and then second movie, but it was never explained. Why did he put a number three on every car he drove? So this is actually trivia from the first movie. Oh, that okay. why they do this is because he's a fucking NASCAR fan. He lives in Florida, so go figure. It's kind of like a like a big thing down there. Uh huh. Um, but he paints a, t- a three on his cars as a reference to Dale Earnhardt. Oh, and that was the number on his car. Yes. Oh, okay. And okay. there were and both of the cars apparently in the first one were based off of Dale Earnhardt's uh, colors. Oh, because I think colors, it was like, like orange and I thought I don't it was know. I don't remember either. I don't, oh, I'm I don't know of, that stuff very I'm well. I'm thinking of Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> no, Dale Earnhardt was, was a fucking. <laughs> no, no, you said the colors of the car, and I was I was thinking orange, and I was like, wait a second, orange? No, that's Dukes of Hazard, <laughs> which is like completely like decades apart. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he only puts it on the. The, the nice cars. <laughs> no, he put it on the um. What was it? The, the he put it on the beast, and then he put it on the 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 yeah. monster truck. But he didn't put it on the minivan. And he put it on that other one that, that got the flat <gasps> tires. Oh, oh, yeah, the RV. He put it on yeah, the RV. RV. I just couldn't think of the words. <laughs> words, Alex. <laughs> they were talking about the script in this, and like how many years it took to like make this script. Supposedly they re he, well, I don't know if he was exaggerating, but he said they they said it was about twelve times that they oh, rewrote wow. the script. Yeah, so he said immediately after the first movie was done, they had like a kind of a rough draft of like a sequel. Uh huh. And it got changed so many times because as people got older, you know, they right. had to change the story around a little bit. You know, like things change, and they're like, "Well, it's ten years now. A lot has probably happened." So they kept having to update it and change it. And I think it was like he said it was like five years ago 
that the director, Ruben Fleischer, said that they basically got the inspiration to want to do it again after five, around five years ago. And oh, so they started okay. like really updating it faster over the next five years uh-huh. to what we got now. Um, there was a lot of things changed from the script, of course, because it just kept morphing and changing a right. lot. But so I don't even think the first rough draft after oh, the, no the first movie was anywhere near what it was. But. Uh, so one thing on that point I mm-hmm. thought was funny one of the jokes that was really funny since you forget like 10 years is a long time but when they were in the car and they were uh, Madison was was talking about oh she should create a website where you could call an app no, not an app because they didn't have smartphones she uh, said a website a website where you could call on someone who has a car to come pick you up strangers <laughs> yes <Yeah>, strangers <laughs> I thought that joke was hilarious and she was like she was like well come on they were like that's stupid yeah they were like that's dumb because it's like you know like the, the zombie apocalypse happens in 2009 right uh, which we'll get into why it happened at the end of this um so if you're curious there's actually some stuff that we didn't think about until after we got into the car right uh and i was like oh my god uh but anyway but she's like it's stupid what are you thinking like coming up with an idea like that getting into cars with strangers like who would get into the car with strangers come on guys the taxi the industry has been really like stagnant for like a long time when you know (laughs) it was so hilarious she says one of the smartest things like you know some idea that like is like really good yeah which is funny it was funny she's just full of surprises (laughs) (laughs) um I really like the scene where they're talking about the different rules um, when referencing Columbus's sexual conquest with uh, Madison. Oh, that's right. I don't remember where they were, but he was like, he's like, somehow it references. He's like, yeah, I got to use rule number one, cardio. Uh, (laughs) She really enjoyed my cardio. Uh, You know, I was able to keep up with it. And then he said, are you sure? Tallahassee's like, oh, yeah. Well, do you think she felt like 27 afterwards? (laughs) And then it shows like enjoy all the little Little things. things. (laughs) I was like that. See, that's a good joke. That was a good joke. That was a good usage of, you know, bringing all those elements together in the movie. That's Uh one thing I really liked about this movie is that they spread it out. Right. Like, they spread out all those, like, kills of the week, kills of the year, kills of the millennium, whatever, like, all throughout it. So it felt like a more compact, complete story. Which is how the first movie should have been. Right. But, I mean, granted, you know, maybe they had less money and, you know, they didn't know what they could get away with. they had a lot of producers and stuff that were like, no, no, no. But that's why I like this one is because they do stuff like this throughout the whole movie. Instead of just, like, using it as a gimmick in the beginning and then letting it die at the end, like the first movie for me. Right. That was me, too. They do bring it up in the first movie. It's not that they don't. It's just it's not as omnipresent as it is in the sequel. Right. To me. Yeah. No, it's not as cohesive. Those things add to the tone of the film to me and make the film better mm-hmm. because there's no other movies that do stuff like that. Right. So that's like a very unique zombie land thing. Although I've seen similar things in other movies, but. Right. What'd you think of the seed with the uh, T-800s? Uh, that come fucking. Oh, they all. Ca- you mean when they're at Babylon? Just no, 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 no. The first they time come? they just introduced the T eight hundred. Oh, oh, I thought it. I thought it was good. Did you think it was a good scene? Like it was like important. Yeah, yeah, and they did it well when they were like, "What the heck?" And it because it, the zombie wouldn't die. So they're they like, "It's still moving." It. Yeah. What the hell? 
<laughs> this must oh and then they were like oh this this must be that super zombie they were talking about or something like that right i thought it was cool when he stomped on his head too oh that's right i forgot about that that was good yeah <laughs> that was really good i and and plus uh well then he meets rosaria dawson i think it was just after that right don't they meet her Right, because they, they go to the, the road, Graceland. To Graceland, and then they start going away. And right, okay. They went to her hotel. I'm just trying to think of the timeline here a little bit. I don't know. Right. We're not going to point out everything, guys, but just some things. Is there anything that you can think of? Another scene that you like, or? Well, I was kind of confused at the ending when they were when all the T three hundreds T eight hundred. When all the T eight hundreds were running towards the building and they didn't have any guns, and I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, like, like what are they gonna do? But then when when they were killing them off, and then the monster truck comes, right? Rosario that Casa, was awesome. Yeah, Nevada comes and and rescues. Yeah, that was really awesome. That was a good scene. And that then, was a very like I don't know how she got how she jumped the crate uh, to begin with, but it didn't matter because yeah, it was exactly. just fun. Because like she would have slammed into the side and died. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest, because all they oh no 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 wait I'm wrong they because roll over. they push the they push the roofs down right so they kind of make a ramp oh that's right so they jumped it so that's yeah. how she but that that's thing would have crushed those yeah. that that fucking wall <laughs> oh and then when the when the um the monster truck was like killing the zombies like running dude over. god that was so watching good. them go under the wheels like watching yeah. zombies go under wheels is just like our thing lately right like we saw when we watched fucking planet terror when they were oh, like yeah they smacking were- <laughs> all those popping all those zombies and shit it's just so fucking gratifying that was fun and it made me think like the monster truck made me think you know apocalypse movies and everybody He's like, why don't you guys ride bicycles? Blah, blah, blah. And I saw that and I was like, duh, monster truck. Why don't you drive a monster truck right. during the apocalypse? <laughs> <laughs> well, you would think, but he, and it's like, of course, Columbus, Jesse Eisenberg's character is, of course, like, it's a rollover hazard, which right. it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. It's only supposed to meant that, to go that's straight. Why he did say that. <laughs> it's only supposed to go straight at high speeds. <laughs> Oh, but at the end, when um, I was talking about how they were going to kill the zombies, I thought that was really cool. They got them all up to go up on that skyscraper, and then they all jumped at the end. I was like, oh, that's cool. Okay, I understand I mean, now. it was a little anticlimactic for me, but I definitely, yeah, but- like, I feel like there could have been a like, much easier, fun, more tense way. Yeah, but they don't have guns or explosives. I mean, it was cool that they or... were all smashing on the ground, but I feel like they should have, for one, they they did show them getting smashed by items above. Oh, that was kind of cool, oh, too. Well, that was them throwing stuff. Right. When they were Toilets and whatever else. Yeah, that was cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just felt like it was a little, I'm not saying I'm being nitpicky oh, here. Oh, no, no. No, I understand it. I thought it was a good for how the whole scene for them to call it Babylon kill of the millennium zombie kill of the millennium that's what he says at the end he's like oh, is, oh okay. he's like kill of the year he's like zombie kill of the millennium <laughs> you know what i mean like because they they do kill hundreds right so i mean yeah i guess they're kind of right you know like they got if you're if you're if you're basing it off quality qu- or quantity i guess i should say then and the like the effort that they had to put into leading them up the fucking path right to get to jump off the roof you know which was pretty cool um 
some of the like hippie i thought it was kind of funny that that was one thing i did like about the hippie culture is like that they made them melt down their fucking uh, guns, guns. Into, like little peace sign and he's like why no <laughs> and that's something i learned from this movie because you know i gotta learn something from every movie i watch and mine is never <laughs> during the apocalypse don't ever give your gun away to get melted down that's Stupid. Well, it's fu- it's a funny idea, but I don't know how well it delivered on that. You know what I mean? Like there were right. some funny moments in that fucking Babylon. Like like they did kind of use overuse the whole fucking no group sex joke. Uh, they used oh, it yeah. like three or four times. Yeah, they did. They did overuse. And that. it was like okay, like that's enough. You know, right. like. I felt bad. I was happy for the guy who got to say it because he was like, this is my moment, you know, and it's like, well, they made you say it like 20 times, dude. So you're now everybody hates you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, fuck everyone. <laughs> this is my moment. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I, I do want to talk about kind of a uh, few things uh, that happened mid credit roll. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So if you haven't seen the movie, I mean. Uh, they kind of spoiled this in one of the trailers. Did they you notice? Did. They did. Because they showed Bill Murray. And I'm like, why are they doing that? They're yeah. like, Cause you got to throw a little clip. Just anything you got of Bill Murray. Because if like he, he's in it, then people will go see the movie. I think they think that the only reason people watch the movie is because Bill Murray was in it. Which, right. in a lot of ways, that is one of the highlights of the first movie. Like, right. I absolutely love that part in the movie. But, it, I mean, it's not perfect. Right. It's funny. It's just funny. Yeah. Like, I thought it was funny when fucking Wichita's laughing because he's like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and she laughs as he's dead and she's like, sorry, he just gets me. <laughs> like, that's funny. Um, but anyway, so the, the, the mid credits footage is of Bill Murray. Uh, essentially, you hear Columbus talk and he's like, wait, 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 wait. So we never really, ex- I feel a little bad that I shot Bill Murray in the chest. And this was kind of like an earlier joke that they made. Obviously, oh, that's right. he's like, so I feel like I need in order for me to explain why it's not really my fault. Here's why I th- I need to show you this before you make any assumptions about me. And so they go back. To 2009, 2009, right at the start of the apocalypse. And they have Bill Murray getting interviewed for Garfield 3, Flabby Tabby, uh, (laughs) which coincidentally is what started the zombie apocalypse. Now, when we first saw it, we weren't making the connection. Right. It was like, we were just like, oh, the zombie apocalypse is happening outside and it, 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 it came in. It sets yeah. off in, in the, in the interview with Al Roker. I didn't even realize until after, you know, the movie that Garfield Flabby Tabby was an actual movie. I thought, I was like, oh, they just made up a sequel. Yes. But no, it was an actual movie. No, there was no Flabby Tabby. Oh, there was I looked it? it up. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Okay. There so was they... talk of them doing a third one, but I think Bill Murray pulled out and they were like, yeah, we got no pool anymore. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. So, so um, there was only two Garfield movies. Yeah, I looked it up today, but I'll double check again. There's A Tale of Two Kitties. There's Garfield from 2004, A Tale of Two Kitties, 2006. <gasps> oh, okay. And then they you. did cartoons after that. So. Okay, thank you. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, 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 no. But yeah, so like we didn't get and understand why we didn't make the connection. Mm-hmm. And then on our drive home, we were talking about the end credit roll and a mid-credits roll 
and we were like talking about how it was kind of it was okay. Like if you guys have seen the uh, movie by Jim Jarmusch, which is the fucking The Dead Don't Die. It's a zombie movie, obviously, with Bill Murray. But in the movie, they they, they don't really fight him as much. So this is kind of your little like you know thing that you can. Uh, enjoy for Bill Murray fighting the dead. So essentially what we're trying to say here is is that Garfield 3, Flabby Tabby, this made-up movie in this universe, is the reason why the zombie apocalypse started. Not where it started, but because of it. Because Bill Murray had sunk so low to doing, pretending to have a hairball, because they all were like... doing that and then all of a sudden Al Roker starts turning into a zombie and I'm like which is amazing which is yeah that like it was all like real um, interviewers yeah it was like from the real world like and they had this little role asking him questions and they kept asking him about the hairball thing and that's what started the zombie apocalypse which I just thought was amazing I don't know if that's really what they're saying but it just in my mind it makes sense yeah it, it makes sense like that Bill Murray had done something so horrible that it caused the zombie apocalypse <laughs> and that is infinitely funnier than what I thought when I first saw that scene right and then he's like going through and being like who are you gonna call like smacking zombies watching people he's like he's like kind of helpful but also kind of just observant as he's like making his way through the zombies right <laughs> right like dodging right. around them and stuff which is kind of funny it was funny it was so funny so by the way that whole scene was supposed to be completely different now for those of you who go to INDB and like look who's gonna be in the mole in the movies and stuff like that you might have seen Dan Aykroyd was going to be in the movie and Somebody on IMDb added that from like an early rough draft because apparently Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis, Ernie Hudson were going to be in the film. Wow. When they had originally wrote the first. Oh, the first movie? No, for this movie. Oh, for, okay, for Double Tap. So, yeah, I'm talking about the okay. mid-credits role. Right, right. Oh, they were going to be in, in that. This, oh. In this movie's mid-credits role, okay. instead of Bill Murray doing an interview and causing the apocalypse because he did an interview for Flabby Tabby and did it, it was going to be the Ghostbusters on a golf course trying to convince Bill Murray to be <gasps> in a... Ghostbusters. In Ghostbusters oh, 3. okay. Oh, my gosh, how funny. But that would have been better. they had the reboot with the girls doing it coming yeah. up and then they of course later on it was Ivan Reitman's son Jason Reitman who right. was going to be doing it um, supposedly uh, um, Dan Aykroyd becomes like a zombie and attacks Bill and there are like golf carts going into the lake and golf clubs being swung at people apparently they had written Joe Pesci into the a flashback scene um, he would have been playing in front of the, the Ghostbusters crew who uh, basically would have hit their balls in his way because he was playing too slow ahead of them, Oh, like on the golf course, uh-huh. I guess. And Pesci would have gotten really angry and hilarity would ensue. That's their quotes. Um, but ap- apparently Bill Murray wasn't even supposed to be in the first movie. They were actually trying to get Joe Pesci uh-huh. in the... <gasps> In the film, but they ended up getting Bill Murray, mm-hmm. which, which I think, better. yeah, that's a way better choice. I right. love Joe Pesci, um, but apparently they said the the whole story for that was is that Joe Pesci's like agent. They were like, you know, it's not a very big role for Joe Pesci. And they were like, ah, there's no role too small, just uh, no money too big. Oh, just just too money too small. 
That's weird. So, what has Joe Pesci been in? Like in the last 10 right. Years? Well, that was two thousand nine. So yeah, remember in the last ten. Okay, the last fifteen years. What has Joe Pesci been in? Right. But they offered the role to Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. And what do you think of like the story, like them doing it on the golf course? Like, do you think that would have been funny? I think it. It w- yeah, it would have been funny them trying to convince him. But I think it would have been funny if they were actually. Well, was- because they had Ramus pass away too during right. this time, and then the reboot. Yeah, and it then- wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have worked. So they didn't no, want to do it. Did. They didn't. They didn't want to step on it because yeah. they were like, you know, like yeah. No, this was good. The Garfield thing is hilarious. I think it's... I thought... Now that I look at it, like, Garfield caused the apocalypse. Right. That makes this movie so much better to me. It does. It really does. (laughs) It makes both of them better to me in some way. Right. I wasn't really too hot for Bill Murray's part at the end there. Like, him fighting and stuff. It wasn't as, like... You know, like, I love Bill Murray, but it wasn't, like... It didn't elate me. Like, right. I didn't get excited and, like, ecstatic about that moment. But that kind of seems like what he would do in real if it was really right. happening. Well, he, that's his swagger. That's yeah. his old school swagger. Yeah. Like, you know, in all Observed. these other movies. Yeah. yeah. Where he's kind of like kind of like how Chevy Chase was, a little bit more um, physical right. acting. Right. Yeah. So, um, but I, I don't know. They decided not to do it. I think I think it ended up okay that way. Right. I think it would have been a fun idea for sure, but I can see why they felt like, you know, it needed to be removed a bit, especially with Ramus, you know, gone. Might have been just a a bit too much. Right. So I don't know how Jason Reitman is going to do and how he's going to spin his version. Apparently, they might be passing the torch. Yeah. To some new people. So we'll see. We'll see. Well, I'll tell you this. It better be better than the female reboot that nobody liked. (laughs) (laughs) Because if, if it's not, oh boy. That's going to be a rough one for him, man. Anyway, Zombieland Double Tap. (laughs) That's pretty much it. That's pretty much all we have, guys. Did you guys see the movie? Did you enjoy the movie? Do you agree with some of the things that we said? I would love to hear your thoughts in the comments down below. Is there anything else you want to add to it? I would love to see somebody do this horror shot. Oh, you know what I'd also like to ask you before we go? Would you want to see a Zombieland 3, knowing that they kind of went in this direction? I don't know. I'd be cool with it. I don't know. I'm not like hanging posters up on my wall and shit for it, but <laughs> but like I mm. I I'd, I'd, I'd watch it. I'd go to the theater to see it. Especially. Yeah, well, I would see it. Of course, I would see it, but I probably wouldn't have any expectations. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I I'd watch it. So you're like, yeah, not nah, really. Nah. Okay. What about you guys? Would you watch a three if they decided to make a three? Uh, we'll definitely see by the, the amount of money that they actually put pull into this. In. Yeah. Like if they, if they didn't pull in enough money, if they didn't make at least three or four times the amount, if they make four times the amount on the movie, which I guarantee you is not going to happen. Um, 43 times four. You know what I mean? Like right, that's 43 a lot. million. That's a lot of money. That's, a lot. that's not Joker money we're pulling in here. You know <laughs> what I mean? So odds are if there is ever a third one, they'll either cut back the budget and not make it when it needs to be. Right. Or it just won't happen. Right. So, but we'll yeah. See. So, so what's this? going on for next week? Oh, yes. We could talk about what we're going to do next week. Well, I'm glad that you asked, Christina. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let me look it up. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. No. So we're going to be watching. I just don't know the, the years. So I was going to say the years so people could look it up because some of these are That's a good idea. very similar to other, other, films. other films. So I want to be a little bit more specific. So we are 
going to be watching from 1979 a movie called Prophecy, P-R-O-P-H-E-C-Y. It's John Frankenheimer's Prophecy. Uh, it's actually from 1979, so if you want to look that up, it's on Prime, Amazon Prime, so if you want to check this out. These are going to be 80s sort of films that are like kind of like slaptastic kind of bad movies. I'm so excited to see it. <laughs> And then we're also going to be watching Night of the Demon, not Night of the Demons, like you might be thinking. That's this what I was thinking. This one's called Night of the Demon from 1983. Oh, God. And it is uh, a pretty interesting story. Uh, there's both of these essentially are creatures in the woods movies. And I thought it would be fun to watch these kind of like silly movies so we can make fun of it. And it'll be good for Halloween. Right. Halloween week. Well, we're going to be watching a lot of movies, sweetie, before the Halloween comes. As many as many movies. Oh, as can... you mean other movies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just even... like fun time movies like, that we can enjoy that we don't have to do fucking reviews on. Oh, okay, good. Okay. <laughs> I thought you meant for the podcast. I'm like, how yeah. many movies are we watching? So next week, guys, we're going to be doing 20 movies in one episode. <laughs> we know that you're going to listen to the end. <laughs> God bless America. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Make the podcast better again. I'm, kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm crying. I gotta go over to pee my pants. I gotta go over to pee. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for coming by this week. Let us know your thoughts in the comment section down below. If you know somebody that would enjoy this episode, please share it with them. Tell your mother we said hello. I love you. Good night. And as always... Long live the void. You've been listening to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. Tune in.